You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hi, I'm Chelsea Clinton, and this season on In Fact, we're celebrating Women's History Month. I'll be talking with trailblazing women at the top of their fields about their personal journeys, the progress women have made, and how far we still have to go. Today, we're looking at women in the tech industry with Kara Swisher, a fierce reporter who has spent decades chronicling the tech industry, its successes, its failures, its blind spots, all while being clear and blunt about what she thinks the responsibilities of the industry and its leaders are. We'll hear that by numbers alone, the tech industry looks like and often is a man's world. Women hold roughly 25% of leadership positions in tech companies. And the percentage of women earning computer science degrees is about half of what it was in 1985. So we're arguably losing ground in the fight for an equitable future for women in the tech industry. 
And then there's funding. Last year was a record-breaking year in terms of venture capital funding. And yet, women-only-led startups received just 2% of total investment dollars, the lowest share since 2016. And when you look at women teamed up with men, the percentage jumps to 15.6%. Still, that means that more than 80% of funding went to all-male teams. And of course, numbers don't tell the full story. There's the lived experience of being one of the few women in a male-dominated field. The sexism, the mansplaining, the exclusion, the harassment, the feeling, and the knowledge that your ideas aren't being taken seriously, and the pressure of feeling like you're representing an entire gender. That said, there are certainly bright spots. Female founders, investors, inventors, engineers, and CEOs, including Shard Dubey, the CEO of The Match Group, a dating and tech company who we'll hear from later this season. Kara Swisher has probably talked to more tech leaders over more time in more places than, well, anyone. She's been described as the most feared and well-liked journalist in Silicon Valley. Among her many accomplishments, she was a reporter for The Washington Post and The Wall Street Journal, and she co-founded the tech news website Recode. She now co-hosts the podcast Pivot for Vox Media, and she writes an opinion column and hosts the podcast Sway for The New York Times. So just before I ask any questions, I just wanted to say thank you. Well, thank you very much. And I hope since this is Women's History Month, we could start with a little bit of of your history. I don't think that many people listening may know that you didn't first start off as a kind of internet or tech reporter. No. Well, there wasn't the internet. I'm old. There wasn't the internet. Yeah. So can you talk about like your first jobs in journalism, your time at the Washington Post, and then how you made the decision to take this big leap into the future? Well, like I said, digital wasn't really existing. There were, there were obviously computers had been introduced, but it wasn't widespread. It wasn't a consumer item, really. It was just starting to become one. I had an Apple IIc at college, and then there was an iMac at some point. But I, had, I hadn't been very technical at all. And I didn't have an office job. And where I started work, we didn't have typewriters. We had these large computers. I can't even remember the system. But it was not the most consumer-friendly experience the way it is today. Then I worked at the City Paper in Washington, which is a free paper. And then I got a job in the mailroom at the Washington Post. And I had been a stringer at the Washington Post in college, too, from Georgetown. And it got me into Columbia Journalism School. So it was sort of this weird back and forth with the Post. But eventually, I ended up at the Post as a reporter. And I covered retail. If you lived in Washington, which you did live in Washington, there was the Haft family, Track Auto, Dart Drug, they owned a beverage thing. And they were a very famous retail family. And so I covered them and they were fighting and I covered Heckinger and Woody's and all these things that were just local retail, essentially. But at the time, it was under siege from a very technically literate company called Walmart which was eating everybody's lunch because they used technology so deftly in terms of how to stock stores. And I was super interested in it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I I was going out with someone who lived in the former Soviet Union, and I communicated over these internet things, and I was fascinated with it. So that was your first experience with the internet, was communicating with someone you were dating. Yeah, exactly. And it was very, uh, it was super hard to do. And then suddenly there was a lot of commercial stuff, and, and they were all in Washington because one of the hubs of the internet was in Washington. There's May East and May West, if you tech people are so funny. And so May East was here, and then suddenly there were all these internet connection companies. And when I was at the Post, I did a fellowship at Duke University, and 
I started downloading books onto the system, and I was fascinated with it. And I messed it up once. Do you remember the first book you downloaded? Calvin and Hobbes cartoon collection, because I wanted to see something visual. And the guy who was running the the computer center there was mad at me because I did something wrong. They mucked up this. You know, it would take time. Everybody couldn't be on at once. It was sort of like having one single spigot. And I kept saying, I downloaded a book into my computer. Do you believe that? And he's like, yeah, whatever. And I was like, no, 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 this is really a big deal. And I kept sort of focusing on it. And I kept being really interested in, at the Washington Post, we had a big cell phone, essentially a suitcase phone, but it was portable and you could take it with your car. I'm the only one who used it, really. I felt like I was. We had these things, these K-Pros, these portable computers that we'd put couplers on a, on a telephone and send stuff. And I was like, this can't be the end of it. So I started to get really more interested in that than the stories I was writing. And I, I kept talking about it. And David Ignatius was my editor at the time, who's now oh, wow. writes about national security and other things. He was like, if you're so interested, you should write about it. And I was like, okay. And I, there was a company called AOL. And that was the first commercial consumer-oriented company. And it was here in Washington because of the location close to May East. And I met Steve Case when he had a very small amount of people and was riveted instantly. I understood that it was a shift, a major shift in communications, just like the printing press or television or radio. And I had been a student of that. So it was like, oh, this is going to change everything. And I was, I think I saw it way before other people. And did you expect it to change your life too? Yes, I was totally interested in it. Being at the Washington Post, the big thing was to cover politics. And I was like, I'm not interested at all in politics, which was at Washington Post. It was like, what do you mean? We want to give you this political, I was a good reporter and they wanted me to move there. And I was like, I couldn't be less interested. So I said, I'll cover this. And I started covering AOL and then it extended to Amazon, which was a very small company. Jeff showed me around this sort of crappy little space. And and then I met the Yahoo guys and Mark Andreessen. He was very young, who created the browser. And so I was riveted instantly because I think I understood what it would do to media I was particularly obsessed with classifieds and about delivery and subscriptions and delivery of information. And so so I had plenty to write about. And I just, I have not gotten tired of it since. And Kara, listening to you recite the founders that you met, they're all men. Yes, indeed they were, are. Was that something you were aware of at the time? Oh, yeah. It was just like man after man, generally white man after white man? Oh, absolutely. 100%. It's something I talk about a lot and I talked about it for years. And I believe it has to do with why we're having so many problems too. One time someone said, what do you think the real reason it's so much problematic around misinformation and safety? And this, I said, because the people who created the modern internet never felt unsafe a day in their lives. They just weren't unsafe people. And so if you don't feel, if you have a lack of feeling about safety, you don't think about building it into a system, right? I don't think it's cruel or malevolent. It's just, it's not the way they think. You know, I have sons and they don't feel unsafe. They don't in America. They don't have things coming at them all the time. When they built these tools, they didn't think people would use them in a malevolent way necessarily. But once it started happening, they needed to do something about it. And Kara, they still haven't. No, they haven't. No, no, no. They didn't want to get dragged into this. That's what you have to understand is, you know, I, I, the, the, the analogy I use is a city. They've created a city and they don't care about the police. They don't want to give you fire, water, you know, everything, stop signs, everything that makes a city okay, like livable, livable, livable. anything, police, anything with standards. And they're like, we don't want to do that, but we're taking all the rent via information, via data. But you know, you're on your own. They don't want to take responsibility and, and they're also unqualified to do so. And I think they sense that. 
So I definitely was struck by it. it was me and a lot of men in a room, essentially. And then the women that were there, there are some women technologists, absolutely, and very critical ones. There's several at Apple, for example, and other places that were there in the early days. But they kind of got flushed out. You know, it was an interesting thing to see. And often they were in positions of marketing. And if, as anyone who covers tech knows, if you're not in the tech part, you ain't no one, right? Yeah. That's the part you have to be a techie to have power in technology companies. It's always true in other companies, for sure. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I think about these different data points whenever this conversation comes up, or admittedly when I catalyze it, which is that I got my first computer in 1987 from Santa. And how old were you? 87. I was seven. Okay. Santa Claus brought me a computer. Uh What was it? I, I was a Commodore. What did you do on it? What did you actually do on it? I played math games, basically. Oh, interesting. Because I was nerdy, and all right, that felt like a great way to be a nerd. And it was all, though, that kind of weird pulsating green color. Mm -hmm. Yep. I remember when I got my next computer, I think when I was 12, Mm -hmm. and there was color. Yeah. Probably an apple, right? Yep. I just was like, this is amazing. Yeah. But in 1987, more than a third of the computer science graduates in our country were women. Yes. And then when I went to Stanford in the late 90s, it was still about a quarter. Mm -hmm. And then when I became a parent seven and a half years ago, it was like 20%, right? So we've seen this deterioration. And the deterioration also obscures the raw number challenge Mm -hmm. because clearly the denominator has only grown from the mid-1980s of computer science programs. Mm -hmm. And yet the percentage of women— So let me ask you, why didn't you go into computers if you were a math person? What happened? Yeah, I think about that, Kara, because I loved math. Mm -hmm. I was good at math. I had parents who were excited that I loved math and was good at math. Mm -hmm. My calculus teacher in high school, Mrs. Goldman, was a woman and was like— tough as nails, but fair and made learning calculus fun. Mm -hmm. I always, though, have been interested in math as a utility for public health and medicine and biology. And so it never even occurred to me. Like, I didn't make an affirmative choice to not go into computer science, although I did make an affirmative choice to go to Stanford. I did have this sense right, in the late which 90s. Right, the font of many of these places. Many of these companies were Just all like, started. so curious. I was like, what is happening in this place called Palo Alto? Mm-hmm. Which from, like, D.C. felt like this, like, very far away land. But you didn't do it. We were in exactly the right place at the right time to move into that area. I know, and yet it didn't appeal to me. And then I wonder... Was I hard-coded in ways that, no pun intended, like, to still think that wasn't for me? Yes. I don't know. Something happens to girls, and this has been studied a lot, at yeah. a certain age, and it's probably just past 10 years old. Yeah, it's, it's largely like early early middle school. Yes, where it's, they suddenly move away from it. And it's either because they don't feel they belong or that they're pushed that way or that there's a stigma for being a geek that is way too hard, much harder for women than men. But it's certainly apparent that something occurs. Now, lots of women get through, for sure. And a lot of, but a lot of those women end up going into medicine or, or the sciences. You'll, you, you don't find that as much in the sciences, in all the different no, sciences. I, mean, I teach at the School of Public Health at Columbia mm-hmm. and have many mm-hmm. you know, women colleagues who are epidemiologists, yep. hardcore research scientists. Economists, lots of everything. And so it's a really interesting thing is it, it, then it's, is it the atmosphere? Is it the, you, you sort of, it's everything, I think. And 
you know, Maria Clawe, who runs Harvey Mudd, has a lot of interesting observations of why that is. And one of the things she told me once was that there's always one man who makes it impossible for a lot of people, one particular man in a computer class that just really denigrates and insults and just creates a really bad atmosphere. And it often, not just women, it leaves out different people so that it tends to favor a certain kind of man. I wrote a piece once called The Men and No Women of Facebook. And all I did was publish their pictures and say, hey, this guy does this. And they got mad at me. I was like, I'm just putting, that's your pictures of those people. And I did the same thing years later, which I found even more disturbing, which was the men and no women of internet company boards, right? Web 2.0 company boards. Now in that case, there's plenty of women qualified to go on boards, but still Twitter was a particular example of that, which was they had 10 men of the same type. It was, it was the same type of person. And when I wrote this piece about him, I wrote, I think the single best lead I've ever written, and I should have retired right after, which I said, on the board of Twitter, which has three Peters and a dick, there are no women. And half the usage is by women. Third of the usage is by people of color, this kind of thing. And the CEO, Dick Coslow, who's very funny, called me and he's like, that's a really funny lead. I'm like, I know, I made a penis joke. But he's like, that's unfair because, you know, we have standards. He started with that we have standards thing. And I'm like, you guys right now are in a terrible position. So how is it that you found 10 men of the same type? It's mathematically impossible. And I'm not even good at math to understand why, how that happens. And all of them can't be qualified and that you can't find qualified people. And so what I began to understand when I started to talk to a lot of tech people, they always use the word standards. They never apply it to people like themselves. They only apply it to women and people of color. The default is that people like themselves have already met the standards. Yes. Whatever those standards are. Whatever they are. And there are certain standards, absolutely. But there are interesting new ideas around blind hiring and all kinds of things. And it'll be interesting to see what happens after the pandemic because people have been working at home. So it creates a very different environment. And tech particularly has been pushing the idea that you don't need to go in the office. I think that'll be interesting to see what happens when that takes hold over a long period of time. And how do you think work from home in the tech industry has affected women? Or what have you observed? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, they can't create these little bro fests. And I hate to use that term. I try not to, but it really is that. There's just no other way around it. You create centers of comfort, right? There's centers of comfort with people you're comfortable with, whether they're going to go on uh, ski trips or whatever they all do. But there's a culture around it where people either belong or don't belong. And so if you don't have those things, how do you create linkages? I don't know. You really can't bro it up on Zoom. It can't be, it can't, well, I don't think you can, or maybe they will, but it's harder. I think it'll be an interesting, because it will last. In tech, it will certainly last, that people will be remote. They'll be living elsewhere. They'll be creating things in other communities. And tech will lead the way on that for sure. It's it's interesting, Kara, like reflecting on the, challenge of creating those sort of bro hubs on Zoom, Mm -hmm. I think it would expose how purposeful those kind of bro hubs often are. You can't pretend that it's just like incidental that you all happen to converge around the ping pong table or you all happen to have a beer after work together. Uh Yes. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens, especially with remote work where people, you know, a lot of Silicon Valley people are moving out of Silicon Valley, right? There really was a very tight culture there. And if it's not there from a social point of view and a business point of view, you wonder how things develop or how they fund things. That's where it all starts, as far as I'm concerned, is that the number of people that get funded or women has dropped again quite considerably. And there's money everywhere. There's money everywhere. 
we're taking a quick break. Stay with us. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Since we've talked so much about <laughs> the dearth of women in tech, and while you very much are a journalist, you are one of the most recognizable women in the tech conversation. Do you have young or maybe even not so young women who reach out to you for advice? All the time. What questions do you get? One of the things they seem to be asking is, will I suffer if I take a leap? I think a lot of, especially a lot of women, tend to be nervous about changing because they have a certain achievement somewhere and they don't want to jump. The other thing they tend to do is take what's offered them rather than what they want to do. Men are very much more directed. I want to do this and I'm going to do this. Yes. I often say, where would your ideal place to work be? How would your workplace look like? What do you want to spend your days, your limited days on this planet doing? I always use that word so they get a sense of, you know, time is a ticking. And so I do find women are I wouldn't say more risk averse, but there's something that they don't think they can. I don't know what is, whether it's a sense of responsibility. Obviously, family questions come up a lot still with women. I mean, the idea that we don't have universal childcare or universal yes, pre-K, everything. Our ignominious state is like not having universal paid leave or universal paid early childhood education, and it's crazy. It's so bad for the economy, like all that stuff. And so, I think women are still carry the burden of that more than men, very clearly, and that's no question. And I think. It's, it's going to be interesting to see. I think the pandemic's going to yield all kinds of interesting trends around the workplace, how people operate with each other at home, and where you work from and how the hours you work. And I think some of it does favor more involvement by women. More flexibility creates more ability to achieve, I think, in a lot of ways. Where do you think, though, we'll be in a decade or whatever the right quantum of time is in technology I guess, broadly, but also for women. Do you think there will be more women in leadership positions, whether from a, a management perspective or a board perspective? And if the answer is not, how do we try to change that prognostication? Well, what's interesting is what's the technology going to be? Like what's happened is not what's going to happen. There's all this movement around cryptocurrency. There's quite a lot of women involved in cryptocurrency, which is more men, but a lot more women than you usually see some of them. So a lot more women than say like Web 2.0. Yes, 100%. There, but not a lot, but more for sure. There's a lot of women in robotics which I think is a big area, a lot more women, I, like significantly. Not in AI, though. For AI is man, 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 which is which is critically important. There's a lot more women involved in, you know, all the mechanical engineering stuff, which I think will be interesting. Food is another area, food innovation. You might see climate change. There's all kinds of really interesting climate change companies, and I do run into more women in those. I call it climate change tech, but there's, whether it's carbon capture or food or water, one of the two people that did the mRNA vaccine for Pfizer, a lot of women. And of course, that's where a lot of stuff is going to focus in on in the future is health and stuff like that. So yeah, I would hope that there's lots more opportunities as it spreads out. That said, cars, mostly men, like autonomous cars. And space, it's a guy thing, as you know, from Jeff Bezos's rocket. But in the big areas, AI and autonomous transportation, men everywhere. You look. 
And as technology moves from just tech only to every company is a tech company, it's an opportunity, I would guess. So the question is, where does it go? Who makes the investments? Who gets funded? And so whether it's cryptocurrency or new media stuff or almost anything, it's hard to find women leaders. Yes. And so, Kara, is that a pipeline challenge? Is that an investment challenge? Is that a platform slash like amplification challenge? And how do we try to accelerate? It's an investment challenge because if you don't have women at the beginning, if they're not, if you're not a founder, if you're not on a cap table, that really is it. And then you have some women who now have a lot of money, like Mackenzie Bezos or Melinda Gates. Melinda is making a ton of investments via her firm, which is called Pivotal Ventures, in women-backed enterprises. She's specific, and she feels like it's an economic opportunity for her. And it's not charity. It's not trying to be, you know, woke or whatever. She's doing it because she thinks it's a missed opportunity by a lot of men. And she's investing a lot in the childcare economy, right? She is. Why not? Because we all need it. So hopefully for those of us that are our parents who have little girls with big dreams, we can try to at least insert that possibility. You have girls, right? I do. I have a girl and two boys. Yeah, it's interesting. I just had a daughter. She's two. And she's so confident. And it's really interesting because I have these boys and they're very confident of themselves. And I'm she's so confident. And I'm wondering, I'm sort of waiting for that moment where something happens. And I'm paying a lot of attention to it. Because I did see that moment with my boys. They grew up in San Francisco. One of my kids loved the color pink, and he had a pink hat. He wore it forever. I loved it. And then he got a message somewhere that he shouldn't like pink. I don't know where it was, but he definitely started to get these gender things. And I was like, how did that happen? It is what it is. And I wasn't like doing the whole feminist rain dance around or anything like that, but I was sort of riveted. And so when you have a girl, you have to wonder, what is her... Like, she's very mechanical. Like, you can tell. She looks how things are made. And I'm like... Will she go that way or will she think she should be in the soft, you know what I mean? Not, not, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to say uh, for sure. Well, Kara, the last question I want to ask is just also about like other women covering tech. Like how do you see your journalistic colleagues? Do you see challenges that younger women have covering tech or are they also able, is the way you clearly have been able to puncture through the bro-like culture? There are a lot of probably more men covering tech than women, but some of the really top level ones are all women. Whether it's Nicole Pearl Roth, who covers cyber technology, Taylor Lawrence, who covers internet culture, yep. she's amazing. Uh, yeah. And she has certainly had to deal with some of the ugliest parts oh, of the yeah. internet. Oh, God, those assholes. It's interesting. They never come from at me. They come at her. And I was always interested in that. Like, What do you wow, think that's about? They're frightened of me and they don't feel like they're yep. frightened of me. I'd love them to come at me. Come, come on down, boys. Let's see what happens in that fight. But also Jessica Lesson, she has the information, which is great. She started her own company and she really does an amazing job. There's a lot of women in prominent roles in technology coverage. Stephanie Rule, very great business reporter, but covers a lot of tech. There's quite a few and they're in positions of authority and just really killing it all, all over the place. That's great to hear. Is there one statistic or fact about women in tech that gives you hope to end on an optimistic note. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The numbers are down. I don't know what to say. The, the numbers are down. Numbers are down. And so for anyone listening, what could we do to then try to, I guess, create that hope and to mm-hmm. try to change the numbers? You know, it has to be a bigger thinking about diversity in general, not just women. It has to be people of color, age, 
different backgrounds, including conservative and liberal. You know what I mean? Like there is definitely a monoculture there. And another thing I would say is that they think it's a meritocracy, it's a meritocracy. And maybe that's not the best way to build these things. The more voices that are involved in it, the better. For all of us. Yeah, all of us, for all of us. Because we're the ones that use them and this, we're the ones affected by them. And then, of course, Congress has to act and do something about it, legislate. Biden's made some good moves of hiring people, like Lena Khan and some others. But they've got it. Congress has abrogated its responsibility here completely. Yes. So, well, And the tech companies continue to say they want to be regulated, even though they clearly want to write their own regulations. But it is time, I think, for, for government to take its responsibility Mm -hmm. and to govern in this way. All right, here's a good one. I am very heartened by people like Senator Klobuchar and Lena Khan and some other women who are at the forefront of this. Even Elizabeth Warren, who tends to lecture these guys on taxes, but the fact of the matter is the tax system is the one, they're just following the rules. Margaret Vestager in Europe. But I think there's a lot of women in positions of power that are significantly important. So it's really kind of interesting that a lot of women are at the lead of this stuff. And they're not being cowed. No. They're not. Oh, no. Yeah. They're not no, taking no their um, foot off the off the pedal. No way. Kara, thank you so much for everything, including your time today. Thank you, Chelsea. You can find Kara Swisher on social media at Kara Swisher. In Fact is brought to you by iHeartRadio. We are produced by a mighty group of women and one amazing man. Erica Goodmanson, Marit Har, Sarah Horowitz, Jessamyn Molly, and Justin Wright. With help from Lindsay Hoffman, Barry Lurie, Joy Sikubin, Julie Subrin, Mike Taylor, and Emily Young. Original music is by Justin Wright. If you like this episode of In Fact, please make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your family and friends to do the same. If you really want to help us out, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.